This is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast. Today I'm starting a new topic. I'm looking at the topic of endurance, the need for endurance. And today uh, I'm looking for the need for patient endurance. These unprecedented times that uh, we're living in are testing the patience and the sanity of many people. People are struggling with this pandemic and the lockdowns that are occurring as we collectively try to endure this time. And as Christians, endurance was never more necessary than it is today. So my aims today is to look at the endurance of the Lord in his righteousness. We'll look at the need for endurance as we go through difficult times. And finally, we will consider the outcome of our endurance as Christians. So the first scripture I want to have a look at is in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, and I'm going to read from verse 7. Each one must do as he has made up his mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance, so that you may always have enough of everything and may provide in abundance for every good work. As it is written, he scatters abroad, he gives to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your resources and increase the harvest of your righteousness. Now, what we see in this is that one key there in that verse 9 where it says he scatters abroad, he gives to the poor, and his righteousness endures forever. We've been called to righteousness in Jesus Christ. He's given us, through the grace of God, he has given us and we've received the free gift of righteousness. And his, his righteousness doesn't go away. It doesn't come for a while and it's taken away. His righteousness endures forever. His righteousness is eternal because God is eternal and God is righteous. Now, we can step out of his righteousness, but that's our doing. That's not the Lord's doing. So it's important for us to endure because his righteousness endures. It is an enduring righteousness. It is an enduring gift from God for us to be righteous if we have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So the next scripture I want to go over and have a look at is in 2 Corinthians. Now I'm going to read from verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. And if we are comforted, it is for your comfort which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we suffer. Our hope for you is unshaken, for we know that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our comfort. Now, one of the things about this whole subject of the need for patient endurance is the fact that we will have to endure, but then the Lord will comfort us. As this tells us here, we are comforted in our affliction. And we can take comfort in the knowledge that just as Christ comforted those of the early disciples and in the early churches and here in Corinthians, just as he comforted them as they suffered through the afflictions that they had to put up with, so too he will comfort us. His comfort is with us in everything. And we can take comfort in the scripture because we can endure knowing that through the knowledge of the scripture, we can see what the Lord has done. We can see the examples of his apostles and his prophets and the righteous people of all of those early church times. We can see how the Lord worked with them and brought them through all of the issues that they had to suffer. One of the great examples is if you read Hebrews chapter 11, and I'm not going to read that today, but if you read Hebrews chapter 11, you see it talks about the faith of all of the very many 
people of the Old Testament, people like Gideon and um, people like uh, well, all of the prophets and so on and so forth. And what we see in all of those is they went through incredibly dangerous and difficult situations. You think about Daniel in the lion's den. You think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who were thrown into the fiery furnace. You think about all of these people. You think of Gideon who faced thousands of uh, opposition soldiers with just 300 men and how the Lord brought victory through all of those things, how the Lord is with them. And so we can take comfort in those things, knowing that through our faith, the Lord is with us and the Lord is comforting us. He is working with us and he's working in us. So uh, the next scripture that I want to go over and have a look at is in Matthew chapter 24. I'm going to read from verse 3. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will this be, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the close of the age? And Jesus answered them, Take heed that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumours of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All this is but the beginning of the birth pangs. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another, and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because wickedness is multiplied, most men's love will grow cold. But he who endures to the end will be saved." And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Now, this is a very powerful piece of scripture that uh, Jesus is, is talking about here. These are prophecies of the signs of his second coming, the end of the times. And when we look at these things, we can see there is a lot of things that will need to be endured. There is a lot of affliction. There are a lot of problems. You know, and it talks about you will hear of wars and rumors of wars and nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And we've seen these things happen. It will talk about famines and earthquakes in various places. Now, I've run some statistics on all of these things and the number of famines, the number of earthquakes, the number of wars and rumors of wars, all of those things have been incredibly on the rise over the last hundred years. Some of these things have been rising on a uh, on a scale that is just absolutely unprecedented. And in one of the other versions of this, I think it's the Luke version of this particular scripture, he talks about pestilences. And that's what the world is suffering right now with this COVID-19. It's a global pestilence. And these are the things. And pestilences, there have been more pestilences in the last 20 years than what there were in the previous century. I mean, that's how incredible the uh, rate of rise of these things are. And if this is not pointing to the end, then I don't know what is, because this is what the Lord told us would happen. And we also see these things about many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And that's what's going to happen. There are false prophets out there today. There are people who are teaching ministry in the name of Jesus Christ that has no basis in the Bible. We see some of these things. Prosperity gospel is a classic. The uh, the faith gospel, you know, where you should be able to believe in anything will happen and all of these sorts of things. There are many different gospels that are being taught, but they are not the gospel of Jesus Christ. These gospels are false gospels and they're being taught by false teachers. And as we see uh, right at the end, it says there in verse 14, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached throughout the world as testimony to all nations and then the end will come. Now, when he's talking about it, the important word in that verse is a second word, this gospel, 
Not all of these other false gospels, this gospel, the true gospel, the truth of Jesus Christ, the gospel that he taught to all of mankind, which was lost through the generations and has gradually been revealed to people as time goes on. We've seen this happening since the time of Reformation, when Martin Luther first stepped out of the Roman Catholic Church on the basis of righteousness by faith rather than righteousness by works. That was one of the first pieces of truth that started to come back because prior to that they believed you had to work for your salvation. And as all of the many churches and denominations and so on have have uh, expanded over time since that time of Reformation, we've seen little bits of truth coming out. We've seen people like the Salvation Army who grasped on the idea of salvation and built a church around that. We saw the Presbyterian Church grasp on the idea of a church led by a group of elders which is what uh, the presbyteros in Greek means. It's a, a body of elders who uh, rule the church, and they build a church around that. We saw the teachings of holiness that came through the works of the Anglican Church and Methodism. You know that was taught by uh, by. Um, now, the Wesley brothers, we've seen other things. Um, there have been all kinds of um, divisions in the church over time. Division's not a good thing, but many of these divisions have come about on the basis of a new piece of truth. We saw the movement of the Pentecostals come out on the basis of receiving the Holy Spirit and the gifts and signs associated with that. And, of course, that whole charismatic movement is no longer just in the Pentecostal church because there are charismatic movements within all of the denominational churches and Catholic Church as well. So all of these things are gradually adding to the storehouse of knowledge that is bringing the truth back. And there's going to come a time when the full truth will be revealed and it will be preached throughout the whole world as a testimony to all. But then out of all of these issues that uh, Jesus talks about, the wars, the famines, the earthquakes, the tribulations, the falling away and betrayal, that will come, the false prophets and wickedness and so on. He says for us that we must endure to the end. That's the critical thing. He who endures to the end will be saved. And this is more important for us today, perhaps even than what it was when it was written 2,000 years ago. And it's important for us today because we are the ones who are in that time. This is what I firmly believe. Now, even if we're not in that time, we've still got uh, an awful lot that we've got to endure with because we're seeing these things happen. So it's important that we Christians endure to the end because there are going to be difficult things come. And what we're seeing today is only the birth pangs, as it says here. All this is but the beginning of the birth, birth pangs, which is in verse 8. So just take a moment to consider these things now. God's righteousness endures forever, and we can endure when we stand in his righteousness through and in Jesus Christ. As Christians, we need to expect that we will suffer for the sake of Jesus, but that suffering will end and we will receive eternal salvation. We'll receive comfort in these days, but we'll receive eternal salvation as the outcome of our endurance in the Lord. So as a prayer point, just take a moment to ask the Lord to help you as you endure these times. Ask him to strengthen your resolve to stand in the face of the problems and to stand in the face of all of the trials and tribulations that are to come to test us. And thank him that you can rely on his strength and his word and put all things on his hands to be able to endure. So that's it for this week. I hope you'll join me again as I look further into this topic of endurance. Very important topic for us these days. 
So this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast signing off and hoping in the Lord that you have a great week ahead. God bless you.